Today on the newscast, a terror summit in Tehran. Plus, are the Lebanese people getting fed up with Hezbollah? Find out next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We've got some major updates for you on two big stories we covered late last week. Number one, the inauguration of Iran's new president, Ibrahim Raisi. And of course, number two, that Hezbollah rocket barrage out of Lebanon into northern Israel. The first such barrage since 2006. Two major stories, and here is the latest. Number one, let's start with Ibrahim Raisi now. He was inaugurated last Thursday, August 4th. And what I said was a dark day for the world, and I sincerely meant it right away. During his inauguration speech, Raisi laid down the gauntlet a threatening resistance against Europe, the United States, and Israel, of course, which he refers only to as Palestine. But he came out right away out of the gate with a very strong inauguration speech, strong in terms of saying, hey, we are going to continue this hardline stance, meaning the Iranian regime, against the world. And as we've laid out for you here in the newscast, the regime is now lockstep at the top under Raisi and the Supreme Leader, of course, Ayatollah Khamenei, who is the ultimate authority in that country. Two developments on that front. First, Raisi has selected his vice president. It's a guy by the name of Mohammed Mokber. Now, Mohammed Mokber is, like Ibrahim Raisi, on the U.S. sanction list. That's right. The United States, under the Trump administration, sanctioned Raisi, and Mokber also, uh, while he was the head of a conglomerate of sorts in uh, Iran, very close to the Supreme Leader as well, this conglomerate had its hooks in really every sector of the Iranian economy and the financial sector there and was no doubt up to some pretty shady dealings, I'm sure, if he was sanctioned by the United States. So Raisi Mokber at the top, president, vice president, both under U.S. sanctions, Gives you an idea of the direction this regime is heading, and it's not good. And the Supreme Leader, of course, Ayatollah Khamenei at the very top. And then you have Iran's Revolutionary Guards Corps next to Raisi, also very close, answering directly to the Supreme Leader. Second development there on the Raisi front to mention, I think it was a very important event. On his first day in office late last week, he held what can only be described as a terror summit where Raisi, the newly christened Iranian president, met with leaders from uh, Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the Popular Front for the Liberation of Palestine, another group, PFLP for short, and then lastly, the second-in-command for Hezbollah. So Raisi rolled out the red carpet for all of these terror leaders who uh, attended his inauguration last Thursday, August 4th, with a front-row seat, uh, and surely... They discussed what Raisi calls, quote-unquote, resistance against the Zionist entity, in his words, Israel. And he doubled down, as I mentioned in his inauguration speech as well, he hit on this issue, but he doubled down surely with these leaders in his meetings with them in terms of laying out their strategy to confront Israel. Make no mistake about it, now that the regime is really, again, moving in lockstep, uh, they will be laser-focused on Israel. Already, of course, we have seen an uptick in Iranian activity. Think of about a week and a half ago, the Iranian drone attack on an Israeli-operated ship off the coast of Oman, which killed two crew members. And think, of course, of Hezbollah, Iran's main and most lethal proxy, firing close to 20 rockets 
at Israel last Friday. So certainly the Iranian regime is looking to up its game, so to speak, in its confrontation with Israel. And I believe with a lot of factors here, new leadership in Israel, more on that in a second, new leadership in the U.S. looked at as weak, uh, and also the Iranian nuclear deal and the regime trying to build leverage there. A lot of factors are pointing to Iran becoming more aggressive and more bold in the region and beyond. Fasten your seatbelt. Speaking of Hezbollah and speaking of Israel's new leadership, Hezbollah, of course, Iran's most valued proxy, armed to the teeth with some 150,000 rockets and missiles pointed at every inch of Israel. They fired about 19 of them, as I mentioned last Friday, into northern Israel. Thankfully, just quick review, 10 of them were shot down by Israel's Iron Dome missile defense system. Six fell into open areas, and the others did not reach Israel. They fell on the Lebanese side of the border. Now the fallout and the aftermath from that, which again, folks, a very big development. The first time in 15 years that Hezbollah had conducted a rocket barrage against Israel since that 2006 so-called Second Lebanon War between Israel and Hezbollah. Israel in the aftermath saying, look, uh, don't do it again or you will pay the price with, quote, both covert and overt operations by the Israel Defense Forces. That was Israel's response, in addition, of course, to artillery shelling against some of those positions in southern Lebanon from which the rockets originated. Hezbollah's response came over the weekend. Sheikh Hassan Nasrallah, the leader of Hezbollah, who's essentially been in hiding since that 2006 Lebanon war, he emerged on video uh, and said that basically this is a new day and trying to kind of position Hezbollah as Israel's equal and as the equal of the Israel Defense Forces, I should say. In the Middle East, the strong horse is respected. That's why you see the Sunni Arab nations aligning themselves with Israel. They see Israel as a strong horse in the region uh, and as a bulwark against Iranian advancement, the advancement of Iran and its proxies like Hezbollah. So Nasrallah warning of more to come. If Israel carries out further airstrikes, the tit for tat continues. We'll be watching it closely. Lebanese resistance to Hezbollah. We showed you footage on Friday's newscast that was on August 5th. You can check it out here in our archives on YouTube of Hezbollah terrorists who were apparently among some of the guys firing the rockets into Israel last Friday. They were apprehended by Druze villagers near the Lebanon-Israel border on the Lebanon side. These were Lebanese Druze villagers who apprehended these Hezbollah terrorists and, and threw them in a car and threatened them. The Lebanese army then reportedly took these four Hezbollah terrorists into custody. Apparently, they've since been released. But the anger of the Druze was striking. They were saying, look, you're firing rockets from our houses, from in between our houses, from a civilian area, and you're going to bring retaliation on our heads, Hezbollah. So it was interesting to see that strong reaction by the Druze. We've also had the patriarch of Lebanon's Maronite Christians made some strong statements just today calling for the Lebanese army to move into southern Lebanon and to deal with Hezbollah, basically keep Hezbollah at bay. No more rockets is what he's saying, and to hold Hezbollah accountable. And he said the same thing. Look, all of Lebanon is going to pay for these Hezbollah rocket barrages because ultimately the state of Israel holds the state of Lebanon and the Lebanese government accountable for anything that comes out of that country that hurts Israel, as well it should. Hezbollah is operating a state within a state 
in southern Lebanon. So it's far past time that the Lebanese government, the Lebanese army do something about it. Here's the problem. Number one, Lebanon's government is so weak right now and disjointed. There's political chaos there. And secondly, Hezbollah is very well probably a stronger fighting force than the regular Lebanon army. So a, a tough situation there. And this uh, comes amid the backdrop, of course, of, again, a political collapse in Lebanon, a major economic collapse, chaos and instability in that country. It is a terrible situation that Hezbollah and Iran will try to take advantage of. And it basically a war between Hezbollah and Israel is the last thing that the Lebanese people need. And that's why you see the Druze and one of the Christian uh, the leaders of the Lebanese Maronite Christians speaking out against Hezbollah. So maybe this will cause a groundswell in Lebanon against Hezbollah. I thought we may see that last year around this time when we had that horrific Beirut port blast. Uh, and we did. There was anger at Hezbollah after that blast, which really uh, accelerated Lebanon's tailspin. So stay tuned also. This is something to watch if the Lebanese people say enough is enough when it comes to Hezbollah. And by extension, the Iranian regime, Hezbollah's master, controlling a massive section of that nation. Hey, folks, we want to be your one-stop shop on all things Middle East because what happens in the Middle East does not stay in the Middle East. If you have not subscribed, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted here. We know that God Almighty still sits on the throne. We know that we live in perilous times, but we also know that these are Bible times. So we're looking up, we're being encouraged, and we are fulfilling our role here as watchmen on the wall for you for such a time as this. So thanks for joining us. Hey, until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.